Welcome, foolish mortals, to the Ascent of Board Games Halloween Special. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Happy Halloween, everybody, and welcome to episode 16 of the Ascent of Board Games. It's our Halloween special. We are dressing up as an actual play podcast this month, so rather than talking about games, we're going to play one. We're playing The Gothic Game, which was published by Tolomax Games in 1992, designed by Nigel Andrews and Robert Wine-Simons. Win Simmons, I think. Sure, yeah, that seems more likely a pronunciation of that name. Joe, well, I mean, he's Joe, British, so. you nailed it. Yep, yep, nailed it. Never yeah. apologize. We also have a special guest this month. Frank's wife, Sandy, is joining us. Say hello, Sandy. Hello, Sandy. Perfect. She is also a game enthusiast, as you might imagine, from someone who would marry Frank, <laughs> and a big fan of this game. So I guess we should start doing it. This is a game that is very much a product of its time, both visually and rules-wise. It is a roll and move with player elimination. Indeed, player elimination is the entire point of the game. Literally from the rules, the object of the game is to kill every other player on the board. That is last person alive. None of this fancy victory point stuff. So basically, you're going to walk around. You will roll one die. You walk along the corridor. You must move by exact count. You must move. You must leave a room if you're in it and may not end up in that room. You can see our little doors here in black. You cannot land on another person, but if you land next to them, not in a room, you have the power of adjacency, which is very important because by default, the power of adjacency means that they roll, you move them, which can end up in death. What are you, shoving them? Pretty much, basically. Okay. Like you can't hurt them, just push them. You can move over people though, right? You can move over people. You just can't land on them. If you end your turn on a green space, you can immediately teleport to any other green space. Oh, okay. There are little trap doors. Uh If you land on a red space, you fall into the moat. If you land on the vault, you are bitten by Dracula and put that pawn over your pawn and become (laughs) Dracula. That's awesome. There's some little one-way yellow arrows that shove you into places. Some, like the Great Spiral Staircase, are places you do not want to go. It is theoretically possible to escape from the Great Spiral Staircase. I'm not sure I've actually seen anyone do it. I have seen someone do it. There's an oubliette, which is instant death. (laughs) Most importantly, you'll go into a room, you'll draw a card. Most of them you should say out loud what they do. There's a few of them do not say these out loud. They'll generally have a circle in the top right. In the normal game, you can spin that card to heal for that many points. We're not allowing that because we want the game to be shorter. And most of them are weapons or defenses. There is one weapon in the kitchen. The rest of the weapons are in the torture chamber and the trophy room, which are the most dangerous rooms in the house. Sure. Including an instant death Iron Maiden. (laughs) If you land next to someone with the power of adjacency, it'll say if you're adjacent to someone, you can kill them. Sweet. Some cards will defend against that. It'll say on the card what it defends against. If it does, yay, you live. If not, you're dead. I thought you had a certain number of hit points. Are weapons just kill a dude? You do have 100 hit points. Okay. Weapons just kill automatically. Some weapons are just effects that'll screw with people. The only other way to kill someone is we have in the tower a cauldron of boiling oil. If someone is in the lavatory, for whatever reason, you (laughs) may pour boiling oil down on the lavatory or on these three spaces in front of the tower. That is... An instant death. Just kill a guy in a toilet? That seems so mean. <laughs> Tell Tyrion Lannister. I have one one mission in this game now. Explain the moat. The moat, you'll come out in either the vault or one of the two entrances. Or 50%, you'll swim around in the poisoned moat and slowly take damage. 
Oh. So what is it? You roll a die if you start roll a die each turn, and... and there's a little mention of it in the rules. Okay. I love this artwork. Yeah, the artwork. Oh, yeah. great. The artwork's awesome. Well, at least see the cards. Kind of reminds me of like AD and D illustrations. Yeah, and yeah, it is, it is definitely that period. Actually, the the box sets for uh, AD and D. Uh, if you have gotten any of those, the the weird Mastara and mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. basic D and D first quest, the first quest sets. We should mention that there is going to be a revised new version of this coming out that looks like it has a lot of updated rules things. Although apparently you can still play the original stuff. There are character powers and it looks like it is maybe marginally more forgiving in a few cases. Yeah, I know. Uh, I think they're missing the point. The art, of course, is different, although it looks kind of cool. Set in hell. Yeah, basically, apparently you're all the ghosts of serial killers or other horrible people that are resurrected each night at dusk to fight each other for Dracula's amusement. Okay. That whole old dark house thing's just not cool. Well, actually, it's it's all the people who were in this game. They're all dead, and they all go to hell. Where <laughs> <laughs> they can play to this. play this game. All Until the end of over. time. Some of these doors have the yellow arrows that are very clearly I pointing at them. If you land on that space, they push you. Shoved in. Oh. Yeah, that's a shove. Gosh. Did you notice that there are shoves on every entrance to the Great Spiral Series? Right. Yeah, every yellow is a shove. Other doors are optional. Why do two of the yellow arrows on the Great Spiral Staircase say no exit? You can't come you can't. out of those. You have to go you all have the to way come to out the of this top, one, which is yep. extraordinarily unlikely once you're inside. Oh. The way the Great Spiral Staircase works is that when you roll a die, Mm -hmm. on any roll but a six, you go down. On a six, you go up. Oh. And if you can (laughs) get out at the top, you live. Yeah. At least someone is going to die on the Great Spiral Staircase. It's my prediction. What you're saying is we just have to make a concerted effort to shove Brian or Jason into the Mm -hmm. Spiral Staircase, and they're as good as dead. Yep. Power of adjacency. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Functionally, any one is as good as dead if they go into the spiral staircase. Yes, exactly. Yeah, but I mean, they stand even less of a chance. Jason is the first one to head into the Gothic castle. My, my favorite, a dice rolling game. Roll the dice. I can sense Jason is already dead. Yeah. Uh, okay, so five. You make it into the south courtyard. So I'm just in here and I grab one of these? Yeah. So I'm grabbing a card from the south courtyard. Faulty plumbing. The lavatory above you discharges its load upon your head. That sounds like me. Such is life. Lose 20 points. Anyone who shares a room with you loses 5 points until you have fallen in the moat or taken a bath. Wait a minute. There are points in this game? Yes. Everybody has 100 100 health points. points. Oh, hit points. Until you don't. Gotcha. Wow, this is quite the way to start the game. Just getting, literally getting shit on. (laughs) I was going to say, I believe you literally have been shot upon. (laughs) It's actually more gentle than many of what the cards are going to be. Yes. All right, so everyone who shares a room with you, like literally everyone who's going to walk through the front door into that room. Yep. Two. All right, Joe doesn't make it as far as the smelly Jason. Joe is standing on the drawbridge. I'm sure it's perfectly sure safe. Sure it's safe. So if I have a two, you can't move if hang I, back and I just cannot move at avoid all. Avoid the smell. Okay. Looks dangerous. I'm not going in. So, so far, this game is shot upon Jason, and Brian doesn't get to play. <laughs> Neither, <laughs> Neither does Mike. Do I. Neither does Mike. This is not the most exciting part of the game. Excellent. No one is affected by Jason's bad luck. (laughs) Uh, Yep, where there's a queue on the drawbridge. Three. All right, so I can pick whatever direction I want to go, right? Yep. Let's see what the den does to me. Rope and tackle. Keep this card in case of need. This is a do not read. Protect you from a thing. Do not read. Okay. Something defense card. That may or may not happen. Got it. I I see this circle thing now. Three. Now, there are two people adjacent to Joe. I would have had power of adjacency. I got there first. True. 
But I want him out of the way, so All I'm right, going to so send him to the south courtyard. It's not fun to send him back. So I want to make sure I understand. Joe rolled, but because you're adjacent and you got there first, you get to control his movement? Yes. Well, that's the default power of adjacency, unless a card does something to you. The devil. The devil <laughs> challenges you to a game of chance. If you throw even, you gain 50 points. If you throw odd, you lose 50 points. Well, even. You're 150 even. now. I All right, gained so an extra 50 points. Everybody get Joe. Oh, God. Joe's been infused with the power of the devil. I mean, we knew that. I like these cards. They're like plastic. All right. I got a five, which should get me to the room, I think. So Brian also enters the South Courtyard. Uh, hello, devil. Oh, a horse trough. A welcome drink gains me 20 <laughs> points. Wow, you're hard up. <laughs> it's 40% as good as the devil, so. I don't quite make it to the South Courtyard. I'm standing outside. It still smells real and bad. And you're standing next to Sandy. Ooh, so I get to control her? Yes. Yes. Now that it's very fun right here. I send her into the south courtyard. Gaha, take that, Do rooms Sandy. absorb all the rest of your movement, in essence? Yes. Okay. The witch. You see a witch burning at the stake. As she dies, she gives you a bottle of elixir, which can only be opened in the torture chamber. Hmm. Okay. And and then a thing happens. And then a thing we will happens. find out when you get there. And for those playing along at home, the torture chamber is on the complete opposite side of the map. Hey, there's teleports. It looks now like Sandy I'm in the South mission. Courtyard. I have a thing. Yep. yep. Nothing. Is, nothing. Nope. Everything's fine here. I'm sure. <laughs> I get to leave any of the exits from the den, which all yeah. shove you all back shove into you the back den. in. So I get another card. Yes. Oh man. All right. I was really pressing my luck here. <laughs> Brian, you'd love this card. I can't wait to show you this one. Oh, here. great. So you're going to murder me with it, is what you're No, no, no. It's, okay. it's appropriate for the game we're playing after this. Oh, one I space. I did it. Hooray. Joe has managed to exit the courtyard. <laughs> you guys are the you most survived cautious the first players. Room. Five, so I can either go that way or... Uh, that seems really dangerous with the moat stuff. I'll go this way. Brian has also made it out of the uh, south courtyard. Bypassing the den and moving onward. And to doesn't want to walk along the castle wall with all the dangerous, all the crumbling, crumbling stone that will put me in the moat. I have done it. You've made it to the made it to room. the courtyard. I found a thing. Yeah. So I have power of adjacency Ooh, over Jeff. Fun. I'll go into the den. Oh, hello. Because that'll be safe. Uh, don't you lose five hit points? Yes, because you're sharing a room with the stanky one. <laughs> Do rooms provide power of adjacency? I don't believe no. so. Okay. No. You're standing on the opposite side of the room. Eyeing each other balefully. <laughs> Secret passage. This takes you next go to the room of your choice, but it's so dark and narrow that you lose 15 points. Interesting. Okay. Convenient. I hope I kill someone with my stink. That'd be so great. All right, five. This isn't an exit, right? Correct. Okay, so I'll just go here. All right. Going up. Dangerous spot. Where am I going, Sandy? With the two. So Sandy can either send Joe into the den or down the lesser spiral staircase and immediately towards the edge of the castle wall. Or back into the south courtyard. Or back into the south courtyard. Into the den. Insatiable leech. This little parasite causes you to lose stamina for each go until you throw a three or six. Lose 25 for the first go, 20 for the second, and 15 for the next, so on until it bursts. Wow. That sounds delightful. Welcome huh. to the Gothic Have you game. seen my leech? <laughs> you don't want to get that close to me, Joe. All right, so I can either bypass the den or go down the lesser staircase towards the ever-treacherous castle wall. Although Do it. it would lead you to Do the trophy it. room. Yes. I'm doing it. I love castle walls. I've only got to get past three spots that will drop <laughs> me into the moat. I'm sure it'll be fine. So into the den. A bear attacks you. If you have a weapon, you must kill it, and so lose the weapon. If not, you lose 30 points. Leave by the north door as the other entrance is blocked by the bear. 
Don't kill a bear. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with her is that she's been mauled by a bear. <laughs> Fair. Okay, with everyone being mauled by the bear, I'm going straight to the torture chamber. <laughs> I'm doing the underground right. tunnel. So now Frank is not only in the room with cool things. <sighs> Uh-oh. Like an Iron Maiden? The rack. Oh. A slow and painful torture loses me 60 points. Mm, that seems bad. Wait, your teleporter dropped you into a rack, then strapped you in and operated it? However, there's a plus side. Oh, you're now slightly taller? I'm now slightly <laughs> taller, a longer person now, and I may lengthen my stride at will by adding one to my throat. Wow. <laughs> Which is actually really useful. In yeah, that's, that's pretty powerful. incredible. I've only got 20 hit points left, but... You're also far away from the rest of us. Who are you and what have you done with Jason? Yeah, I know. I'm a little concerned myself, but... You just rolled a rolled six. rolled a six. That's probably the only one of the game. Don't worry. Which got you over the instant death spot. Yes. I need a three or a six. Hey! hey. My leech goes away. Man. Boo. And then I move three spaces. To here. And does that mean I teleport now? When I land you on it? teleport now. Hmm. Go to the Great Hall, I think. So I'll teleport to here. Seems good. Oh, wow. A what six. have you done with Brian? You've See, also one, two, three. Nope. But like the one, six might two, be bad. Uh, yeah, I'll just go into the kitchen. Kitchen's got some good stuff. Yeah, like, uh, oh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> that is certainly a thing that is in the kitchen. I've gotten a one. <laughs> I continue my epic journey down this lesser spiral staircase. Weren't you forced to leave by a specific exit? Oh, that's North. right. Then I have to go toward the trophy room because I'm not going on the great spiral staircase. Okay, I'm leaving this spiral of four. There's only one way out. I rolled a three, but a three my would have dropped him in the most. Very so fortunate. He just stepped over it. The six is plenty of movement to get into the great hall. Huh. <laughs> right now, Joe and I are close to the great hall. Is that good or bad? That depends on everyone else who has, who has weapons up. to try and kill each other. Yeah, we're very scattered. At the I think everyone's trying to find weapons. All right, so lesser spiral staircase. Here we go. A three. Oh, into the into mode. the mode I go. Ooh. What does that mean? I fall wet. You take five points of damage. Oh. Ten points of damage. Ten points when you fall. And then next turn you'll roll a die to see what happens. Oh, fine. I'm sure it will be fine. And I didn't even get onto the top of the wall before <laughs> slipping into the mode. Nope. Those stairs are your new nemesis. That, that staircase is terrible. I'm so doing the green thing. Sure. Where are you going? Over by the Great Hall, please. So Sandy teleports to the Great Hall. To outside the Great Hall, anyway. I think, I think she's one. headed for that torture chamber. Move me two back toward the torture chamber because that's safe. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I make it to the trophy room. Hey. Just, just barely. Uh, and I get a thing. <laughs> Four. There's so many exits out of the Great Hall. There really are. Well, it's pretty great. Frank seems to like the torture Ooh, chamber. You Maybe should you take the there. one that will drop you into the moat. I will not be taking that one. I will go and enjoy the northern part of the castle. Head toward the master bedroom? Yes. That'll be fun. The bedrooms in the kitchen tend to have most of the healing, so I should probably be going there. <laughs> I will go down to the servant's bedroom. I could do. Where I find an ingenious trap. I put my foot in it, lose a toe, and 15 points. Very specific. <clears throat> Take the trap with you. It gives you immunity from things. Huh. Certain things. It took your toe, so you took the trap. Exactly. Seems fair. I got a three in the moat. I don't oh, know what that three means. In three in the moat. You're swimming in the moat. Yep. Aw. That sounds like a good result. That another 10 <laughs> points. I'm doing the backstroke. This is a lovely castle. The moat is poison? Poison. Feels great. Poison filled with leeches. It's exfoliating, okay? <laughs> You're not wrong. You are being exfoliated. Perhaps a little bit deeper than you intended. Move me north to the slips into that other hallway. Thank you. 
Sandy's gunning for a Frank. That's as appropriate. Okay, I'm running into the torture chamber. (laughs) In defense. I'm sure she's just going to give you a hug. I have the Congolese blowpipe. Ooh. All right, I'm leaving the trophy room. I managed to avoid anything fascinating on my turn and continue down the hallway. Oh, I can't get out that way. That's unfortunate. Oh, there's only one exit. Puts me back into the kitchen. Really got to stop going for snacks, Brian. Where I find, ooh, some delicious winter plums. Gain 25 points. Under the magical influence of the plums, you float immediately to the green square of your choice. Those were some interesting plums. These are some plums. awesome plums, dude. Psychedelic plums, uh, I think, is what you they're trying to You here, you gain the power of adjacency over me. Oh, and he's close to the staircase. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Why not? I'm just saying you get the power of adjacency. That is like the most interesting move, I feel like. You're not wrong. All right. I continue to exfoliate <laughs> my skin in the boat. <sighs> Mike is playing this game as a swimming simulator. <laughs> it's terrifying, Move really. Move me to the torture chamber, please. Uh-oh. In the torture chamber, I gained 50 points. That's a very generous witch that was burning alive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I acquired the meat hook. Ooh. Oof. <laughs> Frank, who was standing next to her in the torture chamber, seems Move unhappy me. with the meat hook. six. Yes, six. Oh, no, 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 not enough. I can't, you go seven you, if you, you want. Can, yeah, you have the... I'll certainly get you away li- from Sandy. I don't have the life to move seven. Okay, well, that's <laughs> a problem. Wow. It would put you in the mouth, but it would get you away from Sandy. All right, so what do I want? One, two, three, four, five. Okay, good. I can't... Or you could go back in the trophy room. Uh, you know what? Yeah, let's just farm this sucker. Or you could join me in the moat. No. <laughs> I want to keep my stink, Mike. A bad luck charm. This renders useless all of your immunity cards. <laughs> Any cards which give you protection of any kind must be returned to the rooms from which they came. Oh. Okay, well. Um, Stick them on the bottom. Doo, 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 doo. <laughs> Just tossing some cards now. So what did you lose? I lost the protective stick, which is the one I was referring to, because <laughs> he loves the plank in a Medora. Mm-hmm. And Planks I lost awesome. the Watusi shield. So that was a total waste and actually hurt me. Awesome. Joe, roll some dice. Or a die. Actually... Before you do that, sure. why don't I just show you my scorpion, which I found in the kitchen? <laughs> I caught it and took it with me. It can be used to kill a player on an adjacent square. <laughs> cool, I'm dead. You, wow. you have nothing to protect you from scorpions. Okay. Huh. I did have a breastplate, which would have protected me from the meat hook and the skewer, but... I mean, clearly what has just happened here is Brian ate some psychedelic plums, and then in the midst of his... <laughs> Dude, check euphoria. out my scorpion, man. His euphoria. <laughs> he just threw scorpions on Joe. Just the one. Okay, one down. Mike. It was enough, though. First blood to Brian. I guess I'm going to the Great Hall. Cool. Mike. Keep that swimming going. Oh, I got a six in the moat oh, this time. six is... I believe I'm properly West gate. And go again. Oh. So enter with your second throw. Now that I'm missing at least two of my layers of skin, I will return to the South Court. Hunting card. Should you be murdered, <laughs> hand this card to your murderer as you die. Whenever <laughs> they cross the square on which you died, they lose 40 points. <laughs> wow. Oh, okay. Bring it. I'll haunt your asses. I love that it's a ghost accusingly pointing a finger at you in the art. That's mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that supposed to be a ghost? Yeah, it's a ghost. What else would it With be? With a finger. Yeah. That was mm. a finger. I've been Not a big face finger I would have expected, mm-hmm. but. Oh, Move mother. me five towards Frank, please. Oh, hi. Hello, adjacency. Well, so now she has the power of adjacency. Yeah. But she also has a card. I have the meat hook. <laughs> this is used to kill a player on an adjacent square. Oh. Did you just meat hook Frank? 
relationships so are many hard, people Mike. have wanted to do. Relationships are hard. <laughs> All right, I'm going to leave the trophy room that is full of bad luck for me now. <laughs> and I land in the moat. The Hooray. exfoliation moat. I don't stink anymore. There's that. Oh, Yay. Boo. Great. Well, I guess I'll be practicing my backstroke. Okay, so I can... That seems terrible. What is that? Going out and standing next to Sandy. Yeah, no, sounds great. Worked out great for Frank. She's already used her So you guys used her hook. weapon, right? So it's gone now. Yeah. Now she's just the full of currently stuck in my head. So. <laughs> yeah, there's not much she can do with it. You say that, but she's still got a Jason Z, and that's a dangerous area. Actually, if you well, move that's, that's to right. me, it's the person you who have moves a Jason gets Z. It. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Hey, nothing Excellent. ventured, nothing gained. That's not an exit anyway. So I'm going to go that way, out along the North Hole. Frank's ghost is shaking his head. <laughs> yeah, totally. Seriously, no guts, no guts. Hey, I just murdered a guy with a scorpion, okay? Don't complain to me. I exit the South Court, but bypass the dead. Move me into the crypt, please. Oh. Like a torture chamber. Oh, dear. <laughs> Sandy is now Sandy a vampire. Takes 20 points of damage. And I am now a vampire. For what, six turns? The next six goes, she will now start to prowl the corridors. But she has to be back in the crypt by sunrise or she explodes. <laughs> Does that imply that every six rounds is a day in this horrible place? Sure. <laughs> yes. Yes, it does. Six. Where does six get me out of the uh, moat? We're here and go and again. again. Yep. All right. You didn't exfoliate nearly <laughs> enough. Onto the drawbridge. Just enough to get the stink off. Three, huh? I don't think I want to go back into the Great Hall right now. It's too easy for her to get there. I will just edge along this corridor, which unfortunately brings me closer to Sandy, but what are you going to do? I take a cautious step to the corner to make sure there are no vampires. It's very dangerous around here, you know. Doesn't the vampire get extra movement? Two dice. Two dice. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ooh, dice. But that crypt over there by Brian you have to leave does by say the... no exit. Yeah. It does. Seven. She ignores all spaces and can't enter rooms. All right. Three. Very exciting. I'm in the castle. I'm not in the courtyard yet. All right, Mike, you're up. All right. There's a vampire approaching. That you're apparently not very concerned about. <laughs> I'm going to walk onto this teleporter. Ah. Definitely make me feel much safer from the vampire. Go, go teleport next to, uh, to Brian. It'll be great. You and Brian can become best friends. It worked out great for Joe. Joe just wanted to beat my scorpion. I'm going to teleport over towards the trophy room. I'm going to kind of follow Jason's lead here. Oh, it worked out great for me. You should try that. I mean, you, <laughs> you got to exfoliate, so. Oh, boy. Nine. Now I'm very concerned. <laughs> sure, I mean, Ooh, you should Sandy be. can't get to a teleporter. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh, no. I also can't enter rooms. Oh, okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> can I go backwards towards the, <laughs> the starting place where she can back me in a corner and just murder me? I mean, sure. Technically, yeah. All right, so. South Courtyard. South Courtyard, yeah, I can't go any further. All right, let's see what we got here. The cook. An overzealous cook trusses you up, shoves an apple in your mouth, and carries you off to the kitchen before she realizes her mistake. Go there now, with all capitals, and, lo- and lose 15 points for the inconvenience. Like, D5 didn't even hurt. Hit You're just inconvenienced. I mean, I'll, I'll take it. There's I'm no vampire here. Oh, cool. You say that. Suffocating prunes. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Rush to the tower for some fresh air. If you do not reach it in four goes, you lose 20 points for every extra go you take. Oh, man. Can I just have hallucinogenic uh, plums? But also murder anybody in the laboratory. Sure. I'm just going to stay over here on this safe side. I guess wandering back and forth. 
Really? Really? <laughs> There's nowhere I can get to right now. You've got more hit points than anyone else. You could just go to the torture chamber. Maybe I will, but I need to roll enough to get to that hallway. No, it loot. Oh, so it does. All right. Yes, we shamed him into action. No, no, I'm happy to have action. I don't want to just wander the hallways while you guys murder each other. What fun is that? Frank, I believe, has the fewest number of hit points right now, so like uh, he might not be Joe. the best one to take a dose from. Oh, I'm dead. Right. Right. <laughs> All right. Anything but a two. I get a three. I will skip the oblique. Oubliette. Oubliette. Whatever. <laughs> haven't, you, haven't you seen the labyrinth? Oh, man. She's just screaming along here. Oh, no. Eleven. Jeez. Hmm. It's almost like the vampire knows yeah, Jason no, needs no, to go to the tower. That's where I need to go. That's great. It's great. It's great, guys. Love it. Six. Okay, that's good. Uh, so this is the only exit, right? Oh, there's one over there. I want this one. The entrance is that you way. You have to move. There's to only the- one entrance to the tower. He cannot move through the vampire, so he has to move that way. Yeah, because oh, I would have landed okay. on the vampire, I have to go the exact opposite direction of where I want to go. Great. Towards the tower. And that's one turn of your what four? It'll probably be fine. And are, are you tracking vampire turns? Yes. Or I don't want to go that way. What happens if you go into the vault and there's no one there? That's fine. It's just an if empty If the vault. vampire comes back, you die instantly. Oh, except I, I can't get there anyway. Well, all right, that does seem to be a problem. But I don't want to go into the moat, so... Looks dangerous. A moat is fun. Okay, with a two, I'm slowly but surely making my way to the trophy room. Six. Oh, no. Yeah, your, your first time has been a six, like, every time. Don't like this. Oh, yeah. boy. So it's death by vampire, death by prunes is what I'm learning. Mm-hmm. Got it. Enjoy your prunes. <laughs> uh, or you, you can could run dart into, into the, the south den. courtyard where the vampire cannot follow. I'll go to the den. I haven't been there yet. Let's They're see what this screws there. me over. Maybe I can get some more prunes. <laughs> the ravenous wolf. He smelled my prunes. The ravenous wolf on a chain. Befriend it and take it with you. That's a good card. I thought it was a bad card. You've got a dog. Gives me things. Just plodding along over here. Brian can't make up his mind. He's just wandering aimlessly. He's like down a Roomba that can't figure out where it's supposed to go next. Just bumping in the walls. <laughs> I'm slowly but surely making my way. I, I, I feel like you're, you're, you're crippled here. I roll one and move one more space towards the trophy room. I'm only now six away. Oh, Sandy gave up the chase. I think she might have actually murdered Jason just in that. Uh... By delaying him? Yep. Probably. Oh, that's not great. Okay, so one, two. That was your third turn, so now we start taking damage. Awesome. Someday, Brian, you'll make it to anywhere that is not that hallway. No, because I'm going to step onto this secret passage. Make it somewhere that's not that hallway. Go somewhere else. As it turns out, that day is today. Do that one next to the kitchen. Let me think. No. (laughs) (laughs) But that's where the vampire is. You can be best friends. What would be really hilarious, Brian, is you could teleport down here on Jason's oh, pathway to the tower. Shut up, Mike. No, shut that, up. Is, that is equally <laughs> risky for both of us. Yeah, it's great. Um, I'll go up there, near, but not dangerously near, the Great Spiral Stair. All right, on a six, I get to the trophy room. On a one, I fall into the mode oh, again. Oh, please, 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 one. Yes! Ah! <laughs> All right, sploosh. I will aimlessly wander back away no. from the trophy room. Here it is. She needs a 12 to take Brian. Not a 12. Ooh, only, only a, a six. six. Move me back into the vault. All right, Sandy's un, unvampire. Unvampire. That's not how being a vampire works. Uh, move me Do three you know? To have the you tower, ever been please. a vampire? I don't think so. I haven't. Okay, it was four ghosts, so now you're starting to take damage. Oh joy! See, uh, three ghosts and you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> 
killed by prune. Jason, Joe. Jason, in order to get there, all you have to do is roll two sixes and a five. Well, game or, over for me. Or three sixes. No. Oh, okay. So many options. <laughs> okay. Uh, I have apparently elected to pick up, for reasons I don't quite understand, a sleepy asp. I must get rid of him on another player by landing on a Jason Square within four moves. Otherwise, he wakes and <laughs> paralyzes me for two moves, costing me 30 points. If I succeed, the other player must get rid of him within four moves, and so on, and so on. It's hot on. potato with a snake? Yes. <laughs> you know, Brian, you could just put it down. No. Nope. No, no, no. He's asleep, you see. <laughs> hey, I rolled a six. I almost get to the trophy room. Sandy? Send me to the kitchen. Okay. Because what's the fun of not taking the risks? Christmas pudding. Mm. Christmas pudding and brandy. Take, eat, and gain 20 stamina points. Nice. There's my first failure. <laughs> All right, Jason will die yep. in two turns. Well, he cannot take it to the tower anymore. Actually, two sixes will do it. I am wandering up in the direction of the trophy room. You just want to move into the trophy room? Well, I, I have this snake, you see, and I'm looking oh. for someplace good to put it down. I get to the trophy room. <laughs> what did I get? Death! <laughs> An encounter with death. Lose 40 points. He travels with you everywhere, and if you land on a green square, he claims you. Wow. You can only lose your deadly companion if you enter the great spiral staircase and survive. <laughs> wow. Do it, Mike. game doesn't like you. This game doesn't like you. No, no, but if death kills me, I'm totally haunting his ass. <laughs> he likes to play chess, though, so. And he contemplates her future. Or ruining someone else's future. I'm out of cards. I can't ruin anybody else's. And it's just so far away. I want to go up that way. Why not jump in the Great Hall? Uh, you can get into the Great Hall if you want. Yeah, let's go to the Great Hall. Flesh-eating plants. Mm. <laughs> Throw again immediately and run in panic toward the torture chamber. Even if this means accidentally disappearing into the vault or falling in the moat. I don't under like why would the torture chamber save you from a flesh eating plant? I don't understand. Well, you're, you're just, just running away running, from it. I'm blind going panic for a run away. Oops, you're in the vault again. Does that mean I get to vampire again? Yep. But it still costs you health, yeah. She's got plenty of that. You again. I can't tell just by reading the cards if they're good or bad. Because, like, <laughs> flesh-eating plant. Is that the good kind of flesh-eating plant or yeah, the bad? It's like I drew a card that said, Scorpion, keep this and use it to kill someone. Okay. I've chosen to enter the servant's bedroom. With 15 see points see left. See if I can die horribly to something else. Let's see. No, this is a good thing. Uh, Wolf's Bane is what I got. Hilarious. This protects me against the thing that I have. <laughs> good. Good. Super useful. <laughs> I am not getting where I need to go. Move me to that way, please. Brian rounds the corner. I leave the trophy room with my new companion. You sound so sad. <laughs> Six. Move me out this way. I'm coming up towards the trophy room. I die on my turn. Oh, well, you might make it to the kitchen. Sure, I'll try the kitchen. <laughs> One, two, three. You die. No, he gets pushed in. Oh, he's he pushed in. Okay. Yes, okay. Barely makes it to the kitchen. Nope. I got a garlic hammer and a steak. I wonder what that's used for. And your whole vampire and fighting kit, and you die. These are all tossed. Suffocating prunes takes another victim. Yep. I really wish I died to a scorpion or death or literally anything but prunes. prunes. Sure. What are suffocating prunes anyway? Anyone? I, I 
don't know. <laughs> I think we have to look that no, up. No, no, no. I suspect what it is is that, you know, you're allergic to prunes, and so you're going like into anaphylactic shock. Right. So right. you need to get somewhere to get so some fresh air. Next time we play, I'm going to bring around prunes. We're all going to enjoy prunes <laughs> together. Because there's at least one other set of prunes in here, not oh, to mention the plums themselves. Yeah, they send you to the laboratory. Yes, the bad prunes. <laughs> Okay, one, two, three, four, five. So I can land on Brian's space. Uh, you can't, actually. Okay, well, then I have to go back to the trophy room. Right, give me, give me, give me. Into the trophy room again. A Stone Age club. <laughs> well, Brian. Six. Seven. So move me up toward... The trophy room? Yeah, up this way. I feel like there's a vampire coming. I don't know why. What are you worried about vampires? I'm Prunes sure you're far more deadly. Oh, vampires don't exist. No such thing as vampires. <laughs> That's right. I will exit once again the trophy room with my new club. It won't help. Fair. Oh, boy. Six and a five. Oh, Eleven. Eleven. Eleven up that way. Oh, God. Just right next to the oubliette. And Brian is being run down by a vampire. Ugh. As a die, I did room? not need. I, cannot, I can get to the trophy room, to the door, but not into it. Or I fall can go into a down moat, or around a dangerous hall. Can the uh, vampire fall into the moat? No. Nope. <laughs> um, the the effective vampire? Right. Move me Nothing to the effective. entrance of the trophy room. I, I suppose the vampire's just kind of Is that my, my third turn above. with the snake, I think? Oops. I believe uh, you're yeah. correct. Uh, well, that's not enough to actually There are, there are no good answers at this point. So here, here's a Back question Back into the trophy room. Can the vampire opt to move fewer spaces than what they roll. I don't think so. I think just like everyone else, you have so to actually, use your full like, movement. So actually, maybe being next to the vampire, like two spaces Makes you away, to them. might not be that bad. You know what? They move through you. They kill if you, they right? they move through you. Oh. Yeah, so that doesn't yeah. help at all. That is an important safety tip when dealing with vampires. I move back to the trophy room because, you know, exciting. A fast-moving snake. <laughs> it's everywhere. Is that a good or a bad fast-moving snake? This is a bad fast-moving oh. snake. It is after me. Lose 25 health, which I believe might kill me? Nope. You have 15 left. Okay. Your next three movements must take you further away from the trophy room. Well, <laughs> ha. Huh. Good luck. The We're all counting snake. on you. The fast-moving <laughs> snake is going to kill you because there's a vampire outside. Eight. Eight. Move me up that way. Oh, God. (laughs) Well, good luck with that, Brian. Well, I'm pretty sure I'm going into the trophy room regardless. Yeah, I'm totally going to the trophy room. Oh, people can sneak past the vampire. My apology. Oh. Oh, and I'm in the moat. Turns out there's a trap door over in this corner. <laughs> okay. I, cool. I jumped down that. Oh, no. It's it's closed behind me. It's hard to find. Damn you, Brian. But... Oh, interesting. So the asp now bites me. Apparently the cold slimy water woke it up. So I take 30 points of damage and I am paralyzed for two moves. Okay. I now like to think that the the snake was going to be asleep if you hadn't fallen into the boat. It was prophetic, really. All right. Well, I blindly run out of the trophy room into a vampire. Past the vampire. You safely we Apparently we vampire. found out that was a thing. Yeah, you but, can't sneak but, past. But, but when she moves, to, you die. can sneak past, but then it's going to go. But I was ready to haunt the vampire. You You're will haunt the to. vampire. Yeah, she's about to murder you. Yes, because now... Uh, she moves over. So it's, Nine. it's we Nine. can move past the vampire, but if the vampire moves past us... Oh, yeah.
Okay. Whatever the shortest way back to the vault is. Okay. Here you are, Sandy. Thank you. This ghost is yours. <laughs> it's me. Where's his square? There, yes. I don't we think any of us need to go there again. Like. <laughs> Could I have murdered Sandy? As a vampire? If you have something that will specifically kill vampires. I don't have anything Like the hammer and stake that Jason died with. Yep. Or the garlic, yeah. So it's vampire versus guy swimming right, in a moat. So I lose a turn. Sandy. Six. She does get two more goes from the renewed blood. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> Here's a question. Does the moat affect Brian while he's paralyzed in the moat? Because I feel like it should. Oh, well, yes. Okay. Sure. Okay, I lose my second turn. Nine. Sandy has two more turns to get back, which is probably pretty fine. easy. Yeah. Now I attempt to actually get out of the moat. She's got to roll an eight. There which... is one really bad problem. One of the places he can come out of the moat is the vault. <laughs> <laughs> that is potential problem. What's a five do? You must wait outside the south gate until your next go. Okay. Dodge that bullet. It's near the vault. <laughs> Sandy has two more turns as a vampire. It's, it's... Two. two. Four. Four. You're halfway there. Well. There's only one way in, <laughs> and it's this way. I'm sure everything's fine here. Oh, man. Or oh, Sandy yeah. could That's just go well. turn. Well, that, is, that is a thing that Let could happen. Let me ask you this. If I kill him, even though this is my last turn, don't I still... You get two more turns, right? Because yeah, you, you kill someone. Yeah. Yep. And then you can make it back to the vault easily. Two... Oh, okay. <laughs> there, it there was a moment there where Sandy could have just not made it. Who are you going after, Brian? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you oh. have it? Well, that's unfortunate. Oh, yeah. She definitely does. Garlic. Yeah. Oh, no. Are you protected? I am, in fact, protected from vampires. Okay, but oh, wow. she lands on his space and dies. And dies. Because, <laughs> He's because I can't make it back to the vault. Sun comes up, <laughs> shines over the drawbridge. Oh my gosh. As you hold the vampire back with Victory garlic. is mine. <laughs> well, that was very silly. But that is certainly the gothic game. You won. I did. But at what cost? I'm slightly damp and, you know, mildly poisoned, <laughs> but I'm actually doing pretty well. I, I feel good about a myself. A little annoyed, Certainly better maybe. Than the rest of us. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and now, now I think I inherit the castle. Yes. Yeah. Lucky you. It's full of snakes and bad prunes. Yes, but they're all my snakes and bad prunes now. You say that like having a haunted castle would be a bad thing. Yeah, I mean, think of the tourist trade. There you we go. Take Put it. an escape room in here. It'll be great. Oh, yeah, I mean, come yeah. on. It is basically an escape room. It's just the consequences are a little more dire. <laughs> they were putting it in an escape room. We're actually setting it on fire. So <laughs> it's probably fine. The reset time is long. It's mostly made of stone. So anyway, very silly game, but fun. Yeah. I like that a lot. So in keeping with the Halloween timing of this episode, I figured we'd take a little time and talk about everybody's favorite spooky, scary, monster-themed, or otherwise Halloween-y kinds of games. The first one on my list would be Fury of Dracula. We've talked about it on our One Versus Many. It's a really fun spin-up on the whole Scotland Yard one-player hidden movement thing where Dracula's skulking around Europe and trying to create new vampires and otherwise let evil things go on while the other players are trying to figure out where he is and kill him. It's best with five, but you can play it with two people. The number of hunters doesn't change. It's gone through a couple editions. The first one was by Games Workshop. It was extraordinarily swingy. They have gradually improved it with every succeeding edition, although... I think the most recent one was by WizKids Kids yeah. and didn't really do anything significant, but the two FFG editions are both very good. Yeah, I think the WizKids was just a reprint of the FFG edition yeah. when they lost with, the license. With slightly less good art, I, yes, if I recall. Yes, I think so. But yeah, the third edition, I think, which is the last Fantasy Flight one, is my personal favorite. Yeah, that one's really great. First edition was amazing for its time, but mm -hmm. clunky. Yeah, you know, back when Games Workshop made board games. 
I mean, I would agree with Brian. I think Fury of Dracula would probably be my favorite. Uh, but definitely on the list, near the top, would be Last Friday, which is a game that is played in three phases. It's a hidden movement game in all three sets. The first time, you are functionally Jason Voorhees trying to kill as many people as possible, and all of the campers are trying to like get into lit buildings to get away from Jason, in essence. In the second phase, one person becomes the anointed, and Jason is trying to kill the anointed, and everyone else is trying to protect the anointed. And then in the third game... Jason is trying to run away from the anointed and the anointed will kill him if he runs over him. So it has kind of a, a three-act structure, which I find really enjoyable. You can play each of the games individually. You can play them all in series. We play all, them all in series. There are rules for like getting points in each phase, which then adds to the next phase, which I like a lot. It's a nice like tour de force of the variety of hidden movement games that exist. Yeah, I remember we talked about it in our one versus many episode, I think. And it was basically like, here are all the different ways you can do one versus many in the course of one game. Yeah. I think doing them all three back to back is a little bit long. Like by that third act, it's just like, I'm ready for this game to be over now. (laughs) Yeah, it gets a little long in the tooth at the end. I agree. It's interesting. There's not a good way to fix that because of the way the mechanics work. Because in essence, you're playing three board games with the same components in a row. Yeah, that's a problem conceptually. But I like the concept a lot. That theme is excellent. I mean, it perfectly captures a slasher flick. All three phases are a different aspect of those movies. Yeah, exactly. This podcast is basically Love Fest to Kingdom Death, but I'm going to bring it up again anyway. (laughs) Certainly the last episode was a Love Fest to Kingdom Death. Kingdom Death really captures that whole unknowable horror. You know, what's going on in this world that's just complete insanity. Oh, it's known. It's just boobs and dicks all the way down. <laughs> it's extremely surreal. Yes. And lots of hands. Yes. And so faces. In places there really should, should not be hands. hands. Come on, there's a section where you're, you're always walking on faces, but there's a section where you start walking on feet. And because of how insane that is, you might fall off the planet. Yep. yep. <laughs> what really gets me is they just released a update for their, yes, their second wave. And one of the sculpts in that second wave is a guy who has a beard made of hands. Oh, Antis, yes. Yeah, yes, no, I, that works for me. They're horrifying Seems Santa. in keeping with, with uh, the rest of the game. Yeah. Yeah, they had the, the bone eaters in that update too. That was great. I can't wait. But, I mean, the game itself, it just captures that whole, like, you're always on the razor's edge of survival in it, no matter how powerful you think your characters have become. Nope. <laughs> yeah, I mean, your characters will almost certainly die. Your village might survive for maybe. a while. <laughs> maybe. Actually, my favorite game would be Escape the Dark Castle, which feels a lot like a co-op version of the game we just played. Mm -hmm. Really has the same kind of cards, kind of similar art, and uh, I've never won it. (laughs) Died every single time. Yeah, I remember. It's really hard. And there's there's not a lot going on mechanically. It's really simple, yeah. If you have the right skills, you roll dice, and maybe you get past the thing. But yeah, it's really difficult. There are some choices and items and when you use and timing and everything mm-hmm. and binary choices in a lot of the yeah, cards. Yeah, it's not just a luck fest. It's just hard. But it also compresses that in about 30 minutes, which makes it great. I discovered that there's like three expansions out for which it Which I don't have yet and I should fix. I don't know. I guess they're just adding more rooms and more characters and stuff. Yeah, they're, to- they're totally just going more rooms, more I mean, characters. I sure. More, yeah. Can you die to prunes? Probably. I mean, it, <laughs> it seems like the kind of thing that they would have in that game. Yeah. It has that same kind of vibe. Oh, yeah. We should definitely fix that. Sandy, you have any preferences from your enormous collection of vintage children's Halloween games? Or indeed any other games? One of the problems there is that it really depends on which personality is driving that day. (laughs) As to which game would be a favorite. So many of those are more fun to look at than to play. But I really loved Seance. 
which didn't even have a board in the traditional sense. There was like um, Voice of the Mummy with a record player and everything, and you were trying to inherit the most, you know, it was a greed fest. <laughs> but the ghost would tell you what you had inherited, and it was like, I just loved that game. So sort of a precursor of the whole atmosphere VHS thing, only it's just audio. It would be more a precursor to Mysterium okay. in some ways. Uh. I was going to bring up Mysterium because I like yeah, Mysterium. Yeah, I, I really like Mysterium. Seance is labeled as a rare sequel to Voice of the Mummy. Yes, it would have been a rare sequel to Voice of the Mummy. <laughs> the players are nieces and nephews of Uncle Everett who has passed on and left a most particular will. Oh my god, there's like a little tiny specialized record player in there. Yeah. That's awesome. Like Voice of the Mummy. It was like Voice I, I, of the Mummy. I thought it just gave you a record, assuming no. that everyone at the time would have a record. Like, no, that's that's marvelous. It's really like Voice of the Mummy where you press the button and it plays a random part that's of the record. That's awesome. Yeah, it spins the record and the record has a bunch of grooves. Okay. All right, now, now it's officially very cool. I like the other slasher game where you're at the camp and then you have to get on the boat to escape or the car. Either. Oh, yeah. Camp Grizzly, is that right? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Camp Grizzly is another yeah. one. Yeah. I kind of like Camp Grizzly. I tend to have a haunted house kind of thing. And as a rule, I'm not a big fan of the all against one. But part of that is because it's always the one who knows the rules and the rest of us get kind of hosed. <laughs> we discovered this when we were going through our Great Gimmicks episode. We actually wound up splitting our list into sort of grown-up gimmicks and children's game gimmicks. And you have just an amazing assortment of the old stuff. I remember from my childhood, like, which witch is the one that I had growing up? And these were, you know, crazy games with lots of mechanical components where you would fall down the chimney and have a thing that would kick you down the stairs or whatever. Uh, Just very cool stuff that hits me right in the nostalgic land. Probably not great as games, but amazing to look at, like you said. Some of them are fun to play just because they're so amazing to look at. Because I really like Green Ghost, but it's a basic roll and move. But you get to stick your hands in those boxes of feathers with the and try to find the stuff. Mm -hmm. I really like Kabbalah with its funny, stupid poem and the spinny eye and the tarot cards. Back when you could do occult-themed board games and nobody really freaked out too much. No, for kids. Right. <laughs> and for some reason, I have all of those. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Witch Witch thing, there's a British version of Witch Witch, which I think is called Haunted House, which has better art. And instead of having like the spinner, it's got a card-based play hmm. system. It plays different. And it doesn't have the cutesy art. It's got like skeletons and stuff. And then, of course, there's Dennis Fisher's Ghost Train, which somebody remade as <laughs> the Haunted Mansion game where you have the dancing ghosts right. and all the gears. <laughs> It's fabulous, and the gears turn, and the whole board inner spin. Oh yeah, gosh. we're going to need to like come to your house and get video of all this stuff at some point. It's really hard for me to narrow it down, but I like all of those children's horror-themed games. Oh, they're so that creative. They don't do anymore. Yeah. yeah, no, they don't. Kids can't handle those anymore. A, they're not a video game, so who cares? And B, they're too complicated for kids these oh, days. Oh Lord. You're not bitter about your time spent being a teacher or a child science educator, are you? No, no, God no. What do you got, Mike? I mean, I'm going to be predictable and boring and like clearly give the shout out to my favorite game. Here it comes. Okay. Arkham Horror Card Game. Because like it's, <laughs> it is definitely the way that I want to experience the Cthulhu Mythos. By but... losing over and over and over again. <laughs> well, yes. that's how you experience I mean, yes. the Cthulhu yeah. Mythos. Yeah. I mean, it's nobody realistic. wins. By making your friends hate a game. <laughs> That's the true horror What do you think about it. Mm-hmm. It's not losing the game. It's that you make your friends hate the game that you love. 
But I do want to give an honorable mention to the new vast game, Mysterious Manor. Yes. We played that the other day and like, I, I want to bring it back out again. Yeah, it's fun. I like it. I think it might not be as good as vast in my book. I can't tell if it's because vast has the, it did it first. I don't know. Yeah, it's like, hard to catch lightning in a bottle a second time with it. Yeah. I think it could be good. There's still stuff that is not clear in the rules, <laughs> yeah, which well. disappoints oh, me because they've done so much better in so many ways. It's so weird, right? Because like Root did an amazing job yep. with the, here's all the things you need to know on your player board. And then, hey, here's little write-ups of each other player. So you have a vague idea of what they're trying to do. And like in the half sheets they give you, they don't have all the rules. For your like, own character. For your own character. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, go back to the rule book, which is bonkers to me. Yeah, I was is, a little disappointed. Especially disappointing when they made posts on the internet about how they are specifically taking measures to address the issues that came up in the rulebook of Vast. Well, the thing is they did a lot of things in there because it gives you really good advice on how to deal with each of the other players, but it doesn't tell you everything you need to know about your own character. One other thing I want to mention, because I think when this episode comes out, the Kickstarter will still be alive and you may have a chance, is one that's uh, coming out called uh, Oathsworn yeah. Into the Deepwood. And <laughs> Gameplay-wise, it looks like the bastard love child of Gloomhaven and Kingdom Death Monster with enormous, beautiful miniatures. And by beautiful, that I mean They're all horrifying. in boxes. I so know. you don't see what they are. Right, no exactly. Clues. So it's like in Gloomhaven, your characters are in boxes. In this, the bad guys. So you're exploring you know, the city to try and find out what's killing all these people. And then you get to the end. It's like, open box seven. That's what you're fighting. Have fun with that. It looks like it's got a really neat combat system. They spent a lot of time putting the lore of the world together. Basically, it's sort of your standard medieval setting, except at some point this massive deep forest sort of sprung up out of nowhere and you can't really safely travel between towns. And the players are this sort of freelance group of monster hunters who travel between towns hunting down things. It's very sort of grim, dark. just seems really well put together. I'm super looking forward and to yeah, it. Yeah, one of the miniatures they've shown is this giant three-part serpent. You know, yeah. the whole Loch Ness, mm -hmm. multiple humps and things. Right, and there's the giant rat broodmother that keeps <laughs> spawning more rats. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it looks really interesting. And the best part for, of course, Brian and myself is the fact that you can choose, am I rolling dice or am I flipping cards? Right. You have total choice and control over how much you're going to press your luck. And interestingly, you can split it up within a roll. You can say, all right, if I'm rolling four things, I'm going to do two cards and two dice or whatever. So depending on how many good cards or bad cards have come out of the deck, you have an incentive to go one way or the other. So yeah, that looks really cool. I really like Mysterium a lot. There are a couple of expansions for it I have now, which give even more crazy dreams and stuff. So is, is it just more cards? Just more functionally, cards. Which is really uh, all that game needs. And there was a, uh, the third expansion had an option instead of playing with locations, you would play with motives as opposed to locations. Interesting. So it was like a different set of cards with a different kind of theming, right? Mm -hmm. But you kind of play with one or the other, so it doesn't change much in all honesty. Have any of you guys seen Obscurio? Uh, my friend bought it at Gen Con. He was really excited about it. I've not had a chance to play I'm it. curious about it. Yeah, yeah, it's basically the next iteration of the Mysterium thing because you've got a kind of thing where as the ghost character, you basically are putting out a piece of art or I think two pieces of art on a turn and you have these little indicators that you can use to point to certain areas of yes, the card. That that was a really good innovation. That will solve one of the big problems with Mysterium is like, what is he trying to tell me with this? The other thing that's interesting, which may be a positive or negative, depending on how it plays out, is that there is a hidden traitor among the other group who basically at the start of each round, he gets to see what the actual card is 
and pick another card that gets put out in the display that they have to choose from, try and mislead the other players. So it, it looks like it might be an interesting twist on the sort of Mysterium mechanic. So I'm curious to try that one out. Well, with that, here is our slightly disjointed and deranged Halloween episode. We hope you guys enjoy it. Have a happy and safe Halloween. No razor blades in those apples, kids. (laughs) And we will be back to talk to you again next month. So have fun. I'll see you all a little later. I hate all of you and myself so much.